the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer. Welcome back to this week's edition of Black and Right Radio on AM 560, The Answer. I am your host, John Anthony. I'm, I'm so much better, than, so much more uh, livelier. I got a lot more energy than I had last week. Uh, last week, I drove in from Clay County like five hours. I left about six o'clock, I think, that, that, that morning, seven o'clock that morning, and drove straight here to the studio. So I was like beyond gone. Uh, so thanks so much for tuning in this week. I think we're going to have a great show. Guess who I got back in the studio, guys? Uh-oh. Two people who, you know, uh, I, I, let, let, me, let me, you know what? I don't, I'm going to leave him for last because he played me. <laughs> he played me. We're not going to be too concerned about um, the hitman just yet. Ladies first. <laughs> Ladies first. But if you guys remember, I believe back in October, October of, was that 2019? Because yes. we, no, 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 no. We did it by video. So it was doing COVID. No. Yeah, it was. We no, we did no. it by video. Did, I oh, was you came here. in. I came That's right. Newsflash. We're right. still in COVID. Yeah, we're still in COVID. You're still in COVID. I'm, I've been living my life. Uh, I haven't stopped living my COVID life. COVID stopped January 21st. Okay. Hello. Well, I'm I'm not. The Democrats <laughs> solved it with Joe Biden and his two German shepherds. It is a long here. introduction. It's a long <laughs> introduction. <laughs> Very long. You see that? We ain't got no names Man, yet. Good lord. People don't Man. even know who we're talking to. <laughs> no. Spend the whole second. <laughs> but K winding. Not winding. Yes. I called it winding. Catastrophe. I called it winding. Did you say catastrophe? Yeah, K catastrophe. I like that. That's your nickname. Yeah. That's Okay, catastrophe, winding. Yes. Welcome back to Black and White. How are you? How have you been? I am great. I've seen you cause all type of trouble on social media, but you know, that's that's yeah. that's that's the catastrophe part. Yeah, that's the catastrophe. <laughs> I have to keep up with Patrick. Oh boy. <laughs> now, that, that 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 deep 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 Haitian voice you hear <laughs> is none other than Patrick. The Hitman Brutus. The Hitman is back, y'all. The Hitman is back on 560 AM, live in the studio. I got you my know man this being George a homeboy in the yourself. back producing today's segment. There you go. <laughs> Macbeth is here. Hey, it's hey, all good. You're, you're also known as the, on social media, Confessions of a Frustrated Democrat. Yeah, so shout out to... The Black Table. The Black Table. Keep it going, keep it going. And my personal page at Patrick Brutus. But listen, I'll tell you, listen. Um, shout out to John Anthony. The one, the infatigable superstar of Ooh, conservative radio here in Chicago and this number two market in the country for setting me up with my own page. Three. And I tell you that, um, well, number number two. We're in gonna, your book. We're, we're going to shoot. We're, okay. It's, it's okay. with a bullet. Go ahead. Go ahead. 5.60 a.m. with a bullet next to it. It's going up. <laughs> um, 
So to the people who have been following me on the Confessions of a Frustrated Democrat page that John Anthony helped me launch, he took ownership of it, told me to get off my butt. I did. And move in that direction. you were slacking. Yeah, he, John, I want to thank you, seriously, you know, for directing my audience to a premium page, you know, so they can get unfiltered content. That's right. Because I do post a lot. And so, you know, I'll post confessions and then I'll post some other stuff. And then my message for that day will get pushed down. And so I want to thank you, John, for getting me, you know. Where's uh, the flowers, the confetti? Yeah, George, where's, the, where's the violin, George? Where's the violin? Yeah, put that music on me. Beth, we need some, you know. Uh-oh. Oh, it is a disaster. Yeah, we missed the penalty shot. All right. No. But thanks, John. I'm happy to be back here yeah. on the Ooh, studio. I am it's too. my first uh, radio appearance uh, since, since the COVID. election. Oh, since yeah. the election. I've been in hibernation. I mean, you were a celebrity. At, I mean, you were just everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you were on the uh, Liberty Hour with Charles Love uh, for forever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we had a really good run. We took over the uh, Sean show on Sunday. Then we started the black table, the three of right? us, yeah. with some other, with you know, superstars. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, this is the reunion of sorts yeah. for us. And even yeah. the, even the what, what, what did he call himself, Terrell? The, the oh, what, he Democrat? was the dedicated, <laughs> dedicated Democrat. Democrat. Oh, yeah. TB, TB. Shout out to Terrell Barnes out yeah. there running for, uh, you know, public office out in the What's DuPage he County. For? He's running for, uh, I think, supervisor? Supervisor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the yeah. township? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. he's running. Wait, I he's thought he lived dedicated. in Chicago. He's in DuPage? No, he's, he's in, in DuPage. He's, oh, he, you know what? He's a I, suburbanite just I like you. I But you, he, he pretends as though he's a Chicagoan, you know, he's big, no. bad Chicagoan. That's why we go at him so hard. Oh, we know better. I now I get it. I didn't know. We knew better. Yeah, he's DuPage. Remember, remember the 80s group, The Pretenders? <laughs> Okay. George got to find a song over okay. on him after the break, George. Yeah, <laughs> you got to go. find a song. Yeah, yeah. No, but 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 guys, there's just so much happening. There is in the news. I mean, yeah. we getting fourteen hundred dollars. <laughs> um, wait, if you don't have any debt towards coming after you, you're getting fourteen. Really? Don't be yes. a buzzkill. Don't be a buzzkill, Kay. Yes. Debtors, right? It, well, it says private debtors. It said private, but think about it. This is the third stimulus we've had two under Trump. And each time under Trump, he did not allow them to take our money. Yeah. If you owed anything, they could not touch you. And that's that was even the stimulus it, could not be garnished. The, it could not be garnished. That was even the IRS student loans. Right. They did not touch. Wait, you. Wait, so you're telling me that Trump, the, the yes, the, the orange over, man, bad, the, yes. over, the misogynistic, the dumb, the dummy, as the, people the, like to the say, the one who suffered from dementia. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Trump was the one that said yes. yeah. who ran yeah. away from oh. his military service. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the one who really didn't go yeah. to college. Here's a question, though. Not I mean, really a The grabber. He's the grabber. Really here's, what we, here's, here's something we've been, you know, we've talked about. <laughs> Do you notice how the deflection happens? Because it's normally the person that's doing it who, when they deflect onto the person what they're actually doing. Mm-hmm. Every single thing that they said about Trump, Biden is done. Look at the, look at the, look. Did you ever think that you would wake up? And you will see a video, or if you've been to D.C., you see D.C. surrounded by a fence, a wall. Walls work? Barriers work? Yeah, Mm. yeah. Yeah. They are literally locked themselves in a cage. They're more barricaded than the border. Yes. Mm. Yeah, they lock themselves in a cage. So, so. Cages are bad. Yeah. Yeah. They like cages. They like cages. No, no, no. Fences are bad. Cages are bad. But remember, (laughs) remember, they're jails now, though. Oh yeah, they're not cages. No, the no. kids, the kids that are locked down and, and, and down by the border, they're in jails now. They're no, no, not in John, cages. John, no, listen, no, it's not, it's not a jail. They are, 
They are uh, they're, they're called oh. humane preservation areas. Yes, that's what they're called. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. <laughs> they're, they're humane <laughs> preservation areas. Write that down. Projection. Yeah, correct. Yeah. But they, but they also deflect <laughs> what they what they're doing through projection. Oh, but yeah, but yeah. it's not even Anybody? the politicians. Okay. You can go on Patrick's page. Oh, I oh. Yesterday he posted about the stimulus, right? <laughs> I I counterpost and I say, well, I put the article. I didn't even comment. I just posted an article about debtors, private debtors being able to come and take your stimulus pay. Yeah. One of his followers. Well, okay, you know, only if you have a court, it has to be a court garnishment. And I said, I know that, but the point is, yeah. people have had their cases already thrown into right. court before, before COVID. Before it came out, yeah. Before. Yeah. So now you're telling me, after going through all of this, maybe lose your job, trying to really, people are living beyond paycheck to paycheck these days, right? Yeah. And so now you're going to tell me, the 1400 that I've been waiting all this time for, mm. that you promised that you were going to do better. Uh, 2000 2000 uh, uh, 2000 You said 2000 yeah, yeah. well, then Joe said 2000 if we flip Georgia. Yeah, that's he what Joe said. He promised. Yes, yeah. that's, that's, what, that's what Joe said. Yeah. But see, now, Democrats Joe, and then though. if you read it, I read no. somewhere that it was if he wanted that to avoid the debtors from getting your money, he could have put that in because, from my understanding, it was put in the prior two times. Well, maybe they're paying off their friends. I mean, come on. But you know what? That's why the next segment, that's one of the reasons why I invited Congresswoman Mary Miller mm-hmm. to come onto the show to talk to us about what's actually in the $1.9 yeah. trillion. Dollars. Break it down. Who actually, of course, nothing but pork in it. We know A that. Not, 9%, only 9% of the $1.9 trillion is actually going toward COVID-related recovery. But, but see, they can say, because I read the bill. They can say that, you know, black farmers who are only oh, black farmers. John, John, <laughs> stop it. Yeah. If we go down the black farmer black rabbit hole, farmer. we're going to find out some interesting things. Yeah. But I it's not all that. Believe farmer. me, I broke it down this morning. I was reading it this morning. I didn't post about it yet. But yes, there's so a rabbit hole on the black farmer. Yeah. So my grandfather was a hood farmer. So would he have qualified? No, it, no, he probably wouldn't He wouldn't have qualified. Okay. No. No, seriously, my wouldn't. grandfather had hood lots. Yeah. He farmed. He farmed corn. <laughs> yeah. I'm not lying. And we well, were out there. I grew greens and cabbage and all that. So I, I'm a black farmer Come too, on. right? Come I, 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 I identify as a black farmer. I How about too. that? I do too. I think well, Patrick's I think, wrong I think we're all eligible today. <laughs> <laughs> but here, I'm going to read some of the. Um, you got the 20 seconds. Go ahead. This. Oh, oh. So it'll just be an introduction of the funds of the Commodity Credit Corporation, which is the 1.9 trillion dollars, uh-huh. right? And that amount, which is $5 billion, attributed or allocated for black farmers, $30 million will be allocated for fiscal year 2019 and 2020. So it's backdated. So it's backdated? Yep. Mm-hmm. And oh, they're paying and off then, some people. And then $35 million for fiscal year 21. Patrick. $40 million for fiscal year 2022. Yep, we'll come back. Uh, oh, they're paying off some people. Hey, guys, you see, we're gonna this, this is going to be an explosion today. I got my boy Hitman. And the catastrophe, K whining in, in the building. Mary, Congresswoman Mary Miller up next. You're listening to Black and Right on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. We'll be right back. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the hit band and the catastrophe. That's a dynamite combination. Boom. Patrick Brutus and Kay Winding. That was a very good first segment. You WMD. Know. W- 
<laughs> Boom. The weapon. Of the weapons. Destruction. <laughs> you know, we 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 we've been talking about you know the the, the stimulus, the one point nine trillion. Um, Hop Daddy, can you play that audio clip? That I mean, it's, it's it's like, where are we? Is this still America? You know, you've often heard me say before. I talk about the longest walk any parent can make is up a short flight of stairs to his child's bedroom to say, I'm sorry, I lost my job. Can't be here anymore. Like my dad told me when he lost his job in Scranton. So many of you have had to make that same walk this past year. You lost your job. You closed your business. Facing eviction, homelessness, hunger, a loss of control. Wow. You know, you've often heard me say a loss of control. (laughs) How do we get to this point? We got to this point because we had dictators in local governments and and states bringing complete annihilation to our states and to our local municipalities. And the other night I I spoke about I was speaking in Clay County and I had the privilege of of sitting with Congresswoman Mary Miller and her husband, Mm -hmm. uh, State Representative Chris Miller. And I said, we talked, and then we, her and I have been trading um, social media messages. And I said, i got to have you on Saturday because you were there. You know, you, you were there in the midst. I'm sure, I'm sure most of the people who, 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 who the stimulus, they didn't even uh, read the bill. Mm-hmm. Um, joining us no. right now is Congresswoman Mary Miller, who represents the 15th Congressional District. How are you doing, Congresswoman? I'm doing great. Thank you, John, for having me on. But I do want to clarify, thank you for addressing me as Congresswoman, but I am a citizen representative. Oh, I love and it. I oh. believe our founding fathers intended for um, for us not to have all career politicians oh, like and that. lawyers representing us. So I'm coming from the farm. I'm a mom and a grandma and an educator, and I am <laughs> I'm going to fight this. It's everything they're doing out there is radical. Wow. uh, Congratulations. I love that approach. Thank you. I love that approach. (laughs) And then when you're done, you'll go back home and let somebody else lead. That's that's wonderful. The citizen citizen actually serves and then goes back home and doesn't make a career. She said citizen representative. (laughs) I love it. I I love love it. it. So so citizen representative Miller, uh, this is Mark Anthony talking to you. I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) I can tell. (laughs) <laughs> What's actually in this monstrosity of a 1.9 trillion with a T um, mm-hmm. stimulus bill? Well, first of all, it's definitely not a stimulus bill. Every I think just the titles of the bills that they're ramming through show what liars and hypocrites they are. Uh, it's not COVID relief. It's not going to stimulate our economy. We're calling it Pelosi's payoff to progressives. Um, it's $1.9 trillion. Wow. We already, we still have $1 trillion that's not spent of COVID money. But of oh. this $1.9 trillion, only 9% is going to go to anything related to COVID wow. and 1% to the vaccine. It's a oh. total sham. Um, all I can say is they have opened the coffers and they are throwing money into the wind. And, you know, here our debt is nearing $30 trillion, which I really don't think most of us can wrap our minds around that. But I am so concerned about what we're leaving our children and grandchildren. 
And the Democrats are leaving the Republicans out of out of debates out there. They've rejected every amendment that we offered, which would have brought some kind of accountability to this. Wow. And, you know, I'm on the Education and Labor Committee and during our markup, I actually offered an amendment which would allow students or parents um, whose students are not allowed they are not being offered in-person classes right now to take their federal funding elsewhere and i added up this this proposal is going to give schools another 129 billion and then last spring they got 13.2 billion in the cares act and 54 billion in december's bipartisan splurge and and, so and the thing here is 194 billion without requiring schools to have um, in in person oh, classes, forty three percent of American children are still not in school, and that just breaks my heart. Yeah. And actually, I sat on the airplane next to a woman from Arlington, Virginia. She has seven children like me, and she said her in Arlington, their schools still are not open. She has five boys and then two girls. She said it has been a disaster. Her four older boys are all flunking. She said her older son was a straight-A student, and wow. he is flunking. Wow. If you just it is us, just not working. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Citizen Representative Mary Miller, who's joined the show. Go ahead, Patrick. Uh, Congressman, you laid out a lot of um, poison pills <laughs> in this bill. <laughs> And uh, I know our listeners appreciate it. I'm Patrick Brutus. I also ran for Congress twice as a Democrat in the Chicago area, and I'm glad that you mm-hmm. won. And um, you actually, you. you actually, yes, thank you. You actually have peeled the onion on this bill, and you've exposed it as a scam, as a sham. Mm-hmm. And um, what I what I want you to talk about, if you could. You know, one, we get back to education. It's very important that all this money is going to our education. And unfortunately, our schools are still not open. Um, Mm -hmm. But also lay out a little bit of the timeline of the money being actually put into this bill that it doesn't all pay out in this fiscal year. This is a bill that will pay out indefinitely. And this is another way the Democrats have secured pipeline for payoffs for for, you know, an extended period of time. And, And our country can't afford to continue to do business this way. What do you what do you say to no. the people about that? Rep- okay, well, it's just bottom line. It is such an insult to all hardworking taxpayers. Mm. And in light of, of course, I'm on the Education and Labor Committee. I do know that the major portion of the money that schools are are being given will not be spent in 2021. Wow. You know, like this is supposed to be emergency relief, right. COVID, COVID payoff. It's going to be spent in 2022 and beyond, and it's fungible, which means they can use it for whatever. Yeah. And wow. there's just such a lack of accountability with this. Um, there's, so, there's so much here. It's welfare expansion. It's, you know, millions for, like, National Endowment for Arts. We're, we're giving $13 billion, that's billion with a B, to, for foreign, um, foreign assistance. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, of course, we're bailing out Illinois left out because yeah. Illinois, California, New York, Chicago are being bailed out. Yeah. And, and Congresswoman, also, and, and Congress, we're sending $1.8 billion to the Chicago Public Schools with no reforms, no efficiency requirements. Just, hey, here's $1.8 billion. Do as you please with it. Well, the CEO got a raise. So presumably with no restrictions <laughs> and this money being unrestricted, that really 
opens the door for a lot of potential uh, more um, malfeasance. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, but yeah. not only, but not only that, not and not to um, to interrupt you, Congresswoman no, Miller. Go ahead. But just to add to that, like right now, our students, Chicago Public School, they've been home, remote learning, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yes. would think as much money as they received, every student should have been provided a laptop. Right. Every mm-hmm. student should didn't. have been provided a laptop, but they weren't. Wow. So what are you doing with all this money besides right. giving yourself a Well, they're raise? paying off the pensions and all that. But, right. but Congressman Miller, I, I also want to give you, you safe reserve time for you. You introduced the bill. Mm-hmm. Do you mind explaining yes. what the bill was that you, you just recently introduced? Sure. Well, last month, the Democrats passed the Equality Act. Here again, we have another bill which is um, hypocritical in the title. So it should be called the Inequality Act. They, the one group that's being left out of what they're doing out there is anybody that holds traditional American values. So this bill is going to force schools, both public and private, churches, hospitals, businesses, and other institutions to recognize the individual's chosen gender instead of their biological sex. So as a result, women and girls are going to be forced to share bathrooms, locker rooms, showers in, in, um, like women's shelters. Uh, they're going to have to allow biological women, biological men who identify as women in it's going to affect adoption and foster agencies. They're either going to be forced to abandon their beliefs or they're going to have to shut down. So, um, and then also, very egregiously, it's going going to affect uh, girls' athletics. So I introduced a bill called the Safety and Opportunity for Girls Act that creates a clear definition of sex based on biology and genetics. Yeah. Well, Congresswoman, where can people find you? Um, because I think I think there are a lot of people that might be interested in this bill. Where can people follow you and all those things? Well, um, they can go to uh, my Facebook, Congresswoman Mary Miller, or um, uh, I've got a Twitter account and Instagram also. Congressman, Congresswoman Mary Miller, thanks so much for joining Black and Right. You know you're more than welcome thanks. here. Citizen representative, Thank I forgot. <laughs> thanks so much for Thank joining you. us today. Uh-huh. All right, you listen, no problem. You're listening to Black and Ryan on M560 Answer. I'm John Anthony. We'll be right back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the hitman himself, Patrick Brutus. And the catastrophe, WMD, K Winding. Ready to rumble. <laughs> Ready to rumble. So, uh, wow. You know, Congresswoman um, or Citizen Representative yeah. uh, Mary Miller, uh, I had a really good time with her and her husband. We, I mean, we went over a ton of issues and things that were affecting. And, you know, she's a Naperville resident. Oh. She's born in Oak Park, but went to Naperville, I believe it was Central, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Nap- Naperville I it's been in the Naperville. news lately. Yeah, I, I love it out there. I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know love what? It. It's it's a great. I mean, I'm literally a, a hop, skip, and a jump yeah. away from Naperville, where it. I live out in Joliet. And uh, I don't know, Patrick. I mean, if it's not Coca Cola, now it's schools who are yeah. basically saying that uh, if you uh, ain't black, um, you're racist. Well, here's the headline, John: <laughs> Illinois teachers shamed 
for color of their skin in taxpayer-sponsored anti-racist training. This is a humdinger, people. It really is. <laughs> it really is. It's, it's, it's beyond anything. And when you look at that, that, that article was written by our next guest, who's in, um, he writes for thefederalist.com, a place that I go almost every single week to prep for my radio show. Gabe Kaminsky, welcome to Black and Right. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, when I read your article, uh, I, I, I was floored because I, I was like, what the heck is happening in Naperville, Illinois? This used to be a very red area DuPage it's part of DuPage County which was a really really red area and when I saw that I said to myself wow but but I, I guess what I want to say to you first I think we have to clarify the term racist first um but my understanding of a racist is somebody who prejudges it's it's a prejudiced person of another race and and, and in many cases that racist um that they deem inferior so to say that all whites except all whites that accept that are actively participating in either overt or covert racism is in and of itself racist. What are your thoughts on that? No, absolutely, John. And I think that uh, racism means judging people based on the color of their skin. It's pretty simple. It's, uh, you know, judging people for their biological factors and not taking into account their, uh, you know, their independent nature as a human being and their uniqueness. And so you're perfectly right that this sort of training, um, it is it is presupposing that all white people are inherently racist because they're white. Yeah. Right. Patrick? Listen, uh, hey, hey, um, Gabe, pleasure to have you here. Uh, I'm, I'm Patrick Curtis. I'm co-hosting with John today. He's given me a little chance to be. Oh, uh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> but so, you know, this article. What I found interesting is this uh, idea of an anti-racist coach. Now, you know, District 203, they brought in an anti-racist coach, uh, you know, just last month. So this is like hot off the news. And, 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 and much of what happened during that, I think, forms uh, a lot of the basis for your article. And so uh, can you tell us a little bit about what this anti-racist coach went into to, you know, uh, program or deprogram what's going on in District 203? Let's let's talk a little bit yeah, more about so, that and that component of the. Argument. Yeah, yeah. So you know, the, the the school district as a whole, they hosted this sort of equity uh, countywide institute, um, and, and the keynote speaker, her name is Dina Simmons. Uh, she she's sort of given TED talks across the country on this topic of anti-racism, which you know is legitimately just racism, right? It's just judging people based on the color of their skin. Um, so you know, some of the some of the anonymous teachers I've spoken to who. Uh, most certainly, you know, tell me the importance of remaining anonymous because they have explained the extent to which the district is unwilling to hear uh, sort of any any conservative or just rational external opinions to the notion that uh, that systemic racism is real and that you know America is foundationally an awful place. Right. In um, her, so, in, in, know, in, yeah. Her her premise is if you do not embrace racial justice then you're then you're a white supremacist then you support racism like and so the yeah. the inclination is is a false premise because you know here I'm a black guy I love being black and I would need to get a clear definition of what racial injustice is for me to know whether or not I am actually embracing white supremacy 
Yeah, I mean, I some of the main ideas, right? So Simmons and this uh, uh, nine other speakers, Valbrand Consulting Group, uh, and these other sort of anti-racist speakers, right? They're just communicating that uh, everyone needs to be sort of implicitly cured of their their bigoted nature because they were born a certain way, and that's just that's very that's very dangerous uh, to teach educators who are going to presumably the idea is to teach kids that. Right. And, and Gabe, I, I want to hold you over for the break because I, I want, because they doubled down after your article was written. The original art, article was written. They doubled, they came back and doubled down basically saying uh, your article means nothing. We're still going to stand behind what we um, believe. Now I, here I am. Here, I listen, I have a make America great hat. I was, a, I voted for Trump. So Biden said I ain't black. So I guess this is probably, <laughs> and I'm half white. So I guess this is this will probably, <laughs> yeah, you qualify. I'm all messed up. I'm all messed up. Yes, you, sir, you are training. a white supremacist. I am. <laughs> so okay, when, when we come back from break, I want to talk about the, the doubling down on, on standing firm um, from the Naperville School District 203. Hey, you're listening to Black and White on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Uh, more with Gabe Kaminsky from thefederalist.com up next. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. No, I'm okay. <laughs> Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. George you ain't black. <laughs> I know this. Uh, I'm ish. I'm ish. Um, ish. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with Patrick the Hitman Brutus and Kay the, the Catastrophe. Catastrophe Winding, M- yes. WMD. Uh, before the break, we were talking with Gabe Kaminsky. He, he's a writer for um, TheFederalist.com. Uh, guys, if you've never been to TheFederalist.com, please go there. I'm, I, I promise you, my show wouldn't survive without TheFederalist.com because, I, I mean, there's truth tellers over there. Um, Gabe, when you, were, you were originally wrote the article, a week later, I believe, they came back and doubled down. I, I, I also saw some of the things that were um, Nina Simmons on her Twitter page. She, I mean, she was very gleeful. And one of the things they said, listen to this PowerPoint. Make America Great Again is covert racism comparable to the N-word, hate crimes, lynching, and the KKK. Gabe, you can't make this stuff up. What, what are your thoughts about that? Did we lose Gabe? Hey, Gabe. Hold on, Gabe. I think we lost Gabe. Well, the, <laughs> the, the article, the article, John, is... is full of, there he is. There he is. He Go is ahead, here. Gabe. Yeah. Did you hear my question? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Sorry, could you repeat the question, John? Sure. Um, I, 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 they doubled down. Uh, a week later, they, they came out with the, you after your article. They doubled down. I also saw Dina Simmons in her Twitter account. She was very gleeful. But one of the things about the, the PowerPoint that really got to me, it says one PowerPoint slide um, said the term make America great again is covert racism comparable to the N-word, hate crimes, lynching, and the KKK. Well, I guess as a black man, I'm part of that system. I mean, you can't make this stuff up, Gay. What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I, I find it very dangerous. I'm, I've been covering other education stories across the country. Um, and this stuff is legitimately happening in, uh, in, in places everywhere. Uh, I just did a story about Berea College in Kentucky, which is hosting an event that says uh, people who support Trump are, quote, terrorists. 
white terrorists. So, you know, this, this wow. is very, very insane stuff. Um, and, I mean, I, yeah, it, it's, it almost leaves you speechless to think that people should say that being a Republican would make you such an, you know, equivalent to saying the N-word, which is the worst slur you could say in probably the English language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi, Gabe. This is Kay. Um, I'm glad that you brought up your last statement when you said being a Republican, because that's what I was going to ask you about. Um, the way I see all of this, I think they're using the word racist, racism. It's now a buzzword, right? Um, I believe because of Trump's um, his term, and not only his term, I think now what feared them the most is the fact that he has 75 million supporters, right? And they want to group everyone who yeah. voted for yeah. Trump as racist because they're using it as a tool of fear, to right? De- to because that's going to to demonize those voters for Trump, but to also try to collect and bring about voters in their own pool. Because, let's face it, is the Democratic Party really a solidified party? Like you have, no. like here in the city of Chicago, the turnout is not what it should be for this to be a blue state, a, a city with a blue city within a blue state. So the turnout itself is not there. Right. It's low. And so I think they're using this as a way to destroy the Republicans, especially the 75 million who supported Trump, as well as to help solidify their own. It's like a, they're using it as a tool of fear. And I mean, you yeah. can tell me what you think. It's a buzzword. No, I think that's a fantastic uh, articulation of it, because as you see, um, the left, they, they want to use what happened on January 6th with the Capitol. And they want to say that uh, sort of those that very small group of, you know, sort of crazy people who uh, who who breached the Capitol represent the entire Republican Party and the whole Trump coalition, which is just demonstrably false. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. well, Gabe, you know what I, I you, you're doing a yeoman's work. Um, Any time that I see your articles from here on out, I'm going to be posting them because um, it's hard to tell the truth uh, in, in today's age without being canceled. And I, I, I really, 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 really thank you for your bravery uh, and tackling something like this, especially in a, in a blue state like Illinois. So uh, thank you so much for coming on Black and Right. And wh- where can people find you and find your works? Yeah, you can find my work at thefederalist.com and you can follow me on Twitter at Gabe underscore underscore Kaminsky. Gabe Kaminsky, thanks so much for joining Black and Right. Um, gosh. You're a brave soul. <laughs> thanks, Gabe. Thanks, Gabe. Thanks, Gabe. All right. Thanks, Gabe. But, you know, who, who created the term? We're talking this during the break. Mm-hmm. Who, who was it that said, now we, we probably get a, a lot of pushback and we ain't blacks for this. Mm. But when did it become a term that says black people can't be racist? Because the, the, the very definition of racism is meaning you're putting your color, the color of your skin, above and superior than anybody else. Come on, please. Well, I might get killed for this. I said that I believe it's black people who say black people cannot be racist. But it's no different from in the 60s and the 50s, the KKK. Those white men, they said that they weren't racist either, right? right. But they were burning crosses. They were hanging people, right? right? right. It was just... They were running amok. So how about this? How about the ever self-denial? Yeah, the ever evolving and elastic definition of what racism is continues to, you know, become a thing. Right. Yeah. And, you know, at the at the heart of it is racism. This is a question for, you know, anyone who wants to answer. Is racism really more pro your ethnicity? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I'm pro black. 
I grew up watching Good Times, John. Yeah. Hold, hold, hold that thought for when we come back. Here's the deal. We want to cancel somebody. Let's cancel the entire Democrat Party who founded the KKK. Oops, I said it. and Cancel I'm not, them. Cancel, cancel them out. Them. Uh, you're listening to Black and White on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Hitman Catastrophe. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with Patrick the Hitman Brutus and Kay the Catastrophe Winding. I said it again. Winding. WMD. No, we're all WMD. (laughs) Today we are. Okay. Uh Uh-oh, here we go. Patrick, you're going to get a taste of uh, a friend of the show. Uh, We go at it uh, respectfully. Uh, but uh, Philip, what's up, my man? Hey, what's up? Let me be real. Oh, here you go. Um, to to to, if somebody creates something like white people have created racism, and then to later on try to uh, uh, run away from it because they, especially the descendants of those who benefited and profited from racism, to now turn around and try to tell black people, and especially this generation, I don't know why I'm buying it that blacks can be racist without power, without land, without money, without influence, without all the things, the, the great businesses that, that, that were built off of the, the, the free labor, uh, especially in the South. So to buy into this, to, to buy this argument that black people can be racist, just, just because, again, uh, uh, they have benefited so greatly, so they have the power, they can write it down and put it on the air, and they, they can... They can, they can hey. Fill up. Real. Can I? Yes, can I? May I pose a question? You you said white people created racism. Sure did, they did. Are, are you familiar with the fights and the wars in Africa, the dark and the light skinned black people? And you want to say that? The no, I'm saying. I mean, are you? I mean, you. you so because remember, it's about so p- believing that your skin color is superior than somebody else's. That's racism. We're talking about racism. That's not, no, that's you're not only, narrative. but but Philip. You're only looking at the the idiom of racism in the context of who has power. Correct. Exactly. And so whenever the power does eventually shift because, you know. It's shifting. We get our stimulus check. We're going to have some power pretty soon. <laughs> and so we will have the power, right? Will racism then cease to exist because black folks can't be racist? According to your, you know, narrow view of racism. And I'm not saying narrow is a bad thing. I'm just saying it seems like it's very limited and not able to expand, you know, beyond color because you're talking about racism in the context of power. Let's look at let's look at South Africa just for a second. Even though Mandela was freed and after 25 whatever years in jail and he gets out and they make him the president just like we had Obama, president of the nation. They didn't do anything with the financial uh, 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 disparities for the black South Africans or any blacks. And, and now that we're there taking the land, now they're saying that we're the racist because we want to get back to the original uh, uh, ideal of what Africa is, is the black nation. But Philip Mandela, African. Mandela, so, Mandela became the president. He was elected by the people. And if you yeah. say that after his election, he didn't change the systems, yeah. then he himself failed the people. So are you going to now say that he, as president, just like Obama, who was who president, the people. who was unable right. to, as 
the person with the most power unable to change the system? When we say that Trump, who was the president for only four years, changed the system system. so much so that we have to now combat the racism systems that that he encouraged and flourished it. I mean, like, where do you where do we not acknowledge the power that the black people get? Yeah, let's let's, you got you have 20 seconds to answer that, Philip. I'm just saying, look, even though Mandela became president, even though Obama became president, look who's behind him. Ah, come on. He's the president. No, look at the Senate. Look at the United States Congress. All right, 10 seconds. Especially the senators. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thanks thanks for calling, Philip. Go ahead. Is that the best we got? Go ahead, Kay. You know what? To me, racism to me is an individualized character flaw. Yeah. So to say that it's connected to power... For one, there's three levels to racism. No. It's, in t- it's institutionalized, Five seconds. internalized, and personally mediated. Wow. So it doesn't always need power. You're listening to Black and White. We'll be back hour two. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Black and Right Radio on AM 560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. I did not want that last segment to end. I did not want the last two segments to end from the last hour. That was fire. If you missed that, go to 560theanswer.com, click on the podcast, download Black and Right podcast. Uh, I think I think that first hour was a dynamite. It, it was an explosion, uh, and I think you you don't want to miss that. I'm so happy to have Patrick the Hitman Brutus in the studio, and Kay <laughs> the catastrophe winding. Winding. And hey. my mind yeah. is open, as it said. <laughs> you know, that, but that last caller, real quick though, mind. John. That last caller, I wanted to put a, a a bookend on that last segment with Phil, uh, and I think a lot of folks fall into the trap of examining racism only through the context of who has the power. Mm -hmm. But if you take away the race from the racism, you just have powerism. Yeah, that's it. And if you're always, if you're going to have powerism, you're always going to have that dynamic, right? Because don't give me a million dollars. I'm going to act a fool. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hire all y'all and we're going to go to to Sizzler. (laughs) That's it. You know, but you, wait, wait, why you, why you putting the, 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 the real bank in your bank? <laughs> right. Account? Okay. You know, but I, I just want to say this real quick. Right. I, I've said this time and time and time again on this show. America is no longer a racist country. We do have racists that still yeah. reside in this country, though. That's true. That's you know, true. but no, but you know, I get the coon and the, the Uncle Tom from that. You know, we got to power through that. But let me tell you who's got some power lately, who's been really. Uh, exemplifying his um, reach to communicate a very powerful and necessary message is our next guest, Willie Preston from Chicago's very own South Side. Willie, how are you today? I am doing excellent, brothers and sisters. How are you all? We are great. Hey, you missed you missed the show, huh? Because you, you're right back in two weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> Willie, you've been all over, all over, literally all over. You've been on Fox. You've been on Fox Local. You've been on Newsmax. You've been in print. You've been doing your social media. You've been talking about a lot of issues in Chicago that I think a lot of people are needing to hear, right? And so, you know, you've been all over the place talking about the important stuff, man. So, Willie, first of all, tell us how you're doing. 
what's going on. And then I want to do a rapid fire segment because I think, you know, we want to hear more of what Willie thinks. I think more Willie TV is, is good TV. So, uh, <laughs> Willie, how are you doing? How's the family? Tell us what's going on real quick, and then we're going to go into a rapid fire with you because I think you got some good stuff. Well, well, no, um, I'm doing very well. Thanks, brother, for those kind words. I think the only reason you said them because that's true. <laughs> so, no check involved? What right. Mean? Wait a minute. <laughs> Some of that so, stimulus no. money, uh, hold on. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and I'm sorry. I haven't been stimulated yet. Uncle Joe um, <laughs> hasn't, okay. hasn't treated me well yet. But any, at any rate, um, my family's doing well, and we've had an opportunity, as you, as you put it, Patrick, yes, I've had an excellent opportunity to be able to have uh, an opportunity to speak about certain issues in Chicago, um, particularly the schools, which are, which are obviously um, very dear and important and personal to me because I, I'm a father mm-hmm. uh, of six children that I share with my wife, Brittany. And this is an issue that I'm going to always be concerned about. Quite frankly, I was concerned about it before I had children because it was really, it was really the schools um, that were the game changers for me. You know, a young guy in the middle of five, five children coming from Inglewood, you know, we come from really humble background, and my mother and father did the best they could with what they had, which wasn't much ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was the schools, right? They really gave me an opportunity to to be able to express myself, to be able to um, shape my worldview, and it's given me an opportunity to be a good citizen. And I want the same thing for the children here in Chicago. And really, you've and got I know we can do it, right? And you've got multiple children at multiple schools too. So like you're a stakeholder, not only in your community, but where those schools are and where your children attend, you're a stakeholder in those areas as well. And so like, you know, unlike a lot of people, like, you know, very few families have their kids spread out all over the city like you do. And so you've got an expansive view. So you, you know, you can talk about that legitimately. Right. And you know, we look, I have a high schooler that's on the farthest south, south side of Chicago. as You can get in Mount Greenwood at, at, at Chaz high school. I have a son, I'm a high schooler that is at um, Walter Payton mm-hmm. on oh, the north side. Wow. You know, so I have, I have children that's in our local. At Scott Joplin, that's right. I used to live over there. It's winding, it's, um, it's an, it's her alma mater. That's right. And, right. And I'm a local school council. I'm a local school council um, in there. And so, you know, we're present at everywhere that we can be. And it's not an, it's not an issue in the city of money and you know, I know people like to use this word so quick, so 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 casually. Equity and this sort of thing. It's not so much up in this city of Chicago. We have money. We 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 spend money. It's a question of are we getting the bang for our buck? Right. So Willie, that, let, me, let me ask no. you. Yeah, Willie, let me ask you a question too. And I, I did cut you off there, so my apologies. But I wanted to connect because okay. I heard you talk about this on Fox and Friends the other day when you were on with um, uh, Ashley. Oh, Amesley. Um, Get it right. The Fox and Friends uh, co-host that came to Chicago to interview you and a bunch of other panelists. You you actually made a good connection between the the lack of education and the crime rising element that's going on in our city. And I want you to kind of share that with the 560 audience today. What were some of your thoughts in regards to how our children are being susceptible to crime, being that, you know, we're, we're at home and, and all that? So share a little bit about that connection, Willie. So, so yeah, so... It was the Chicago Police Department came out um, this week, a couple of days ago, and talked about 374 arrests on carjackings alone Jeez. that has been made this year. This this year alone, right? We're just in. We're just in. We're, just we're in still March. in the first quarter, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, absolutely. And 44 percent of those arrested 
with juveniles. Mm. Juveniles as as young as eleven and ten years old. Well, what we have in the city is a setup right now where children, and I'm, I'm intentional with that word, set up. We have a setup in Chicago where children ha- are starting to be able to go and play basketball and other sports, but aren't able to go inside that same building and get an education because of a large special interest group that are saying they want to continue to keep our schools closed. What I see is our the, the CPD, let me back up a bit. The CPD also said that the main motivator of the carjackings are not a monetary interest. But joy joy riding. Joy riding. Yeah, joy riding. Joy riding. Yeah. Joy riding. Yeah. You know how dangerous that is? Yes. For someone to have a. Someone 12 year old behind um, the wheel. 12 year olds to have access. It exposes that we have children that have access to, to high power weaponry. Um, very young children, yeah. teenage children, and they don't have access to go to get an education in the city of Chicago. Hey, so Willie. World-class city. Hey, Willie, I don't know if you saw the video, but David Portnoy from Barstool Sports, he's here in Chicago right now. Um, oh. he, he was doing a pizza tasting. Oh, I saw that. In front, but initially he said, wait a minute, did, did somebody just get carjacked right in front of me? Wow. Yeah, yeah it was a video. Was right there, right? Yeah. The, I don't know what happened after that because yeah. I just saw the video. I saw it. Yeah. And it, it looked like there was a carjacking right while he was doing the pizza yep. at, 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 I forget the name of the pizza place. Yeah. But wow. it's like, really? This is yeah. this oh, is what's happening that. in broad, and they're yeah. doing it in broad daylight. Broad daylight. In, in areas, that, and, and it's coming out towards where I'm at, DuPage County, yeah. Yeah, Kendall yeah. County. It's, it's, it's trickling starting, out here. It's, it's yeah. trickling. It's you know why? Yeah. And, and, and if they really believe that police bill that passed, I'm sorry. I know, I know, yeah. I read that bill a few times now. Yeah. I know it was intended to help black and brown communities. It's not. But I fear it's going to hurt. I, 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 last week I spoke with um, Sergeant Rick, I better say it right, Nigro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I spoke with him. He, he's the one that wrote the letter to uh, Lori Lightfoot and Superintendent Brown yeah. about officers committing suicide. Yeah. He, he feels the same way. They, they fear what's going to wow. happen in black communities. And, but, Willie, I want to say this real quick. I saw you out there uh, cleaning up your block with your kids. I thought, what a great example yeah. you were setting. What motivated you to do that? Well, it's the same thing that motivates me to do everything that I do in, public, um, in, in the public arena. And it's just to make certain that we have self-pride, self-determination, and that we actually do for our own self. In this city, we have, a, in my opinion, a very, very cancerous um, culture yeah. of saying, we need help, we need this, we need that. And I don't think that we've taken enough time to look back and reflect and say, what is our job? That's what exactly. can we achieve that's on it. our own? And so I, that's what I'm trying to demonstrate with my family, my yeah. wife and my children. I'm saying, listen, I do believe that there's a role for government to play. Yeah. I do. But I know that, that is, the government is not supposed to be the end-all, be-all. They're mm. not our God. We have to do something for ourselves. So Willie, if I continue to um, yeah. get an opportunity, uh, I'm going to demonstrate as, as, as best I can that we can do something together. Yeah. Um, and and we can do something for ourselves. And I think you're going to do it. Willie, we got like 20 seconds left. Tell us what's next, what's ahead um, as we wind so, down this uh, segment. So, so what's next is... And where, we, and where can we find, to, and where can we find you? Well, I'm on social media. I'm primarily on Facebook, Willie Preston. And what we're going to focus on moving forward is how can we continue to clean up our communities? How can we address public um, safety in a responsible way? And how can we rein in the... All right. We've been... Thanks. Willie, we'll be looking for you. We've been listening to 560 Live. 
AM, The Answer. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. There are many whites who are trying to solve the problem, but you never see them going under the label of liberals. That, that white person that you see calling himself a liberal is the most dangerous thing in the entire Western Hemisphere. He's the most deceitful. He's like a fox. And a fox is, almost, is always more dangerous in the forest than the wolf. You can see the wolf coming. You know what he's up to. But the fox will fool you. He comes at you with his mouth shaped in such a way that even though you see his teeth, you think he's smiling and taking for a friend. Those words were, I never thought I'd play. <laughs> the words of Malcolm, Malcolm X, X himself. Yes. Hey, you tune back in to Black and White on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, uh, live in studio. But I want, I, there's a question, Kay, that, mm-hmm. that you and I posed during the, um, the break. Uh, Patrick, what was that voice? <laughs> right. What, Where what are voice you, was Patrick? That? What, 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 do you, that was the whitest voice I've ever heard. You ain't black. <laughs> We're going to need playback to confirm. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Well, you're, you're right. You're right, John. To open up this segment with Malcolm X, I think it's something that we really needed to hear and allow our listeners to hear, to listen to. One of the things I want to talk about right now is we live in a Democratic state. Mm-hmm. Illinois is a blue state. Um, I'm in the city of Chicago, which is tremendously a Democratic city, county, I mean, Cook (laughs) County. But we see, as Willie Preston has brought up in his piece, the segment he and Patrick just did, we have all this crime. We have so much happening in our communities. Uh It's like the Democratic Party, to me, I feel like it's an epic fail. We're we're struggling. So my question is, we just had Trump in office for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know people don't like Trump. I voted for Trump. Yes, I did. Both times. came out of the closet. I voted for Trump not because of personality, but because of policy. That was my reason. Twice. Yes, 2016 and 2020, and I don't regret. And if he run in 2024, I will vote for him again. Yes. But anyway, anyway, Uh and I am black. I am as black. As a black woman can be, okay? So yes. don't even question that. That is true. <laughs> she does put but, a little but, ripple in her... Yes, I do. <laughs> but one of the things I think we need to talk about as, as what's going on with the Illinois Republican Party. Oh, boy. Now, I saw them posted on 79th and Carpenter when there was a funeral shooting. They were there. They were talking. Where are they? I think this is one of the most epic times right now. If they want to take the governorship back, I think this is a time that the Illinois Republicans need to come out and they need to be able to cross the aisles and they need to start engaging black voters. Like me, there are other black voters in Cook County that voted for Trump. I got a question for you. Because because I listen, there may be some that may that. The, out there in the Republican world that may disagree with me. But I do think I, I want to give this new Don Tracy chairman a chance. Okay. What, where, where, where I'm optimistic is I know Derek Murphy. Mm-hmm. He's the executive director mm-hmm. of the Illinois Republican Party. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody that I know understands what you're saying uh-huh. and, and has been trying to go and make inroads into these communities. This is the Derek Murphy. I mean, I'm telling you. Tell Murphy to call me. I, I, I'll, I'll text him. Because we can do it. Yes. We can hit 
Auburn Gresham, Inglewood, because there's a lot of people that are suffering that are not happy yeah. with the Democratic Party. But you got to have something to appease for our vote. I'm tired of my people voting and not asking, having an ask on the table Come on. That's for it. their vote. That's right? It. Everybody else does it. Yes. Well, so, I, I think, yeah, I think the problem, Kay, and I, you know, um, you've brought up an excellent point. And I think the point that you... Come on, frustrated Democrat. We're going right. to win you oh. one day on, soon. Frustrated. I was trying to sound more white, actually. But, uh, <laughs> you lie. Uh, so I think the point that you, you're bringing up is that the Republicans aren't even competing. Exactly. Right. right? They're not. So you mentioned Auburn, Gresham, Englewood. Mm-hmm. You know, these South Side, you know, communities have Democrat aldermen, mm-hmm. Democrat state reps and senators. They uh-huh. have a Democrat yeah. mayor and they have Democratic Congressman, right? Yes. No opposition. Kind of but no opposition. With no, no opposition. Oppositions. When you look at the general elections, they're like, all you have to do in black Chicago is win the primary. Right. Mm-hmm. And you and won. It, and it's a layup yep. all the way into yes. the office. And so, like, you're asking for competition because, yeah. like you said, you voted for Trump twice, but you voted on policy. Ooh. That's right. There needs to be a competition and a debate of ideas. Mm-hmm. As I get my finger pointer thumb, um, <laughs> there, there must be a debate of ideas and black Chicago is not getting that debate exactly. for the ideas that would move the community in another way than where we are headed right now. I, I Listen, I'm, I'm going to shout out some names that I think you need to connect with. Mm-hmm. Devin Jones mm-hmm. is, is a young, he's a former military guy. This kid is, I'm telling you, he, he, he's, he's putting in the work. He's not just saying things. He's actually putting in the work, boots to the ground. Okay. Philanise White, who did run against... Uh, was it Bob, was it Bobby or was she ran against Bobby? Philanise White first. I think she was in the first congressional. Mm-hmm. So there. So again, they are trying. Mm-hmm. The problem is why is Kay Winding not out there? Why is Patrick Brutus the frustrated? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, I mean, but, did you see her but, face? But, did you see her but face? see, did she they could eyes? be they could be trying, but it, it could be on a, a minimal minimal ground. I think they need to come out a little bit further. You know what I'm saying? So, they, so open the door. So the door so, is open. Okay. That's why I'm here saying, where are you guys at? Okay. Okay. Come on. I think what uh, JB JB Prisker is running for reelection. We know that there are so many things he that he lose. has epically failed. He should lose. He should not be reelected. But if there's no opposition, he's going to win again. And I think we need what. Just take 15% 20, of the 20, vote from 20, him? Is 20, it 15 to, or 20%? In Cook County, normally, you win as a Republican. You win 20 to 22% of the Black Cook vote, County vote. Right. Um, you you win. Right. You win as a Republican. You can steal that. So yeah. that's what we need, a Republican to come on. Come on with it. And let's get this 22 25%. Yeah. And now, they're, they're gubernatorial candidates. You have Darren Bailey that's running. You have um, Gary Rabine, who has not said yet, but he's he's going to announce. Then you also have uh, Paul Shemp, who's, who's announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard Porter is supposedly going to be announcing. So, I mean, this is the, this is the message that you're, t- you're basically saying to them. Illinois, specifically Cook County, yes. is, is ripe for it's the taking. Ripe and ri- but you have to have a plan. See, don't come just talking about COVID-19. Yes, COVID-19 affected Cook County, especially the African-American community, correct? Yeah. But you have to have something. 
what is it that you can offer the black community and not just a black community, just say minorities, uh, Hispanics, just the city of Chicago, because everyone is suffering. It's, it's not just black people. I think whoever lives in, in the city of Chicago, Cook County, with all the carjackings, what, 374, we're all victims. So, OK, in that, though, I think, you know, um, what we need to see, right, is if there's going to be a uprising of Republican interest in the black vote. Yeah. Right. Because that 22 percent number is predominantly going to be from black voters. Yeah. yeah. That's where you have to still be looking at. Yeah. County. yeah. What are the policy ideas exactly. that are going to make a difference when we put them side uh, by side? Taxing policies are always one of the greatest. Yeah. Right. But black people Do don't really understand, understand the taxing policies right. exactly. as we were hoodwinked into voting for a fair tax. Right. Exactly. Not me, but a lot me, of my friends, neither. my <laughs> yeah. neighbors. I saw signs all over my community. All over. Vote for the fair tax. I mean, like. Thank They'd God it failed. Yeah, we but would. the yes. problem is that black people were out there being encouraged by black people who were on the payroll yeah. to vote for a tax that would <laughs> adversely pastors. impact them. Yeah, the pastors. Right? Yes, so like, they were. What yeah. policies are the Republicans who choose to make a – because Republicans don't always make that – They don't. The school choice, these, the school yeah. choice resonate in a place like Cook County? It should. Yeah. It should. Yeah. 50, 50 school closing. Look at the issues that – the residents in Cook County are dealing with. Yeah. Ask yourself as a politician, how can you make that better? Yeah. In what way? What can you contribute? What can you know? What is your attribute? Right. What what can make us better and even consider voting for you? And that's how they have to come. You have yeah. to come. Don't just show up at a, a funeral shooting. Right. And then it. disappear. Now, now, I do know this <laughs> because I've had talks with both of these two people. Mm-hmm. I do know that Darren Bailey and Gary Rabine really are trying to figure out because, and, and uh, how to really permeate the black communities, the Latino, Latino community. Yes. I, I was about to say Latina X. Mm-hmm. I better not say that. Don't say that. But, but they, they really are. These Can are you two unsay candidates. it? You just said it. I did. Unsay it. <laughs> <laughs> <He>, uh, rewind. <laughs> These, okay. these are two candidates that I, these, I hate you both, you bums. Uh, that's a term of endearment for me, bum. Uh, oh, but, it's okay. But I do believe these two candidates, from from what I've seen, the conversations I've had with them, who do who, who are trying to formulate a plan to attack basically what you're saying, Kay. Mm-hmm. So, that, I mean, I love that. I, love well, I need it, them to call me. And we can get, we need to start. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the, I'll, I'll get their phone numbers for you and yes. get it around. You're, hey, listen, hey. you're listening to Black and Right. <laughs> oh, <there it> is. <laughs> hey, hey, Jim and Don, stay on the line. We'll take your calls when we come back. You're listening to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. We'll be right back. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560 The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with my good friend, pal, my buddy, Patrick, the hitman, Brutus, and Kay, the catastrophe, winding. Hello, hello. Wow, I'm, I'm <laughs> excited, guys. I, I don't know if you guys heard that, um, the ad I, uh, that was just played, Matrix Home Solutions. I, I'm so happy to have those guys. Yeah, on, yeah. As, as sponsors. Show's you know. building, John. Yeah, you know. Hey, guess, and guess what, guys? This is John Anthony here. Let me tell you about my good friends at Matrix Home Solutions. They are a brand new sponsor of the show. And when it comes to top quality home improvement projects, no other company even comes close to Matrix. They focus on four major areas to increase the value of your home and your lifestyle. Basement remodeling, bathroom transformations, garage custom flooring and storage, and energy saving solutions, solar solutions. Why put it off any longer? Now is the perfect time. 
from discussing ideas and making plans for the completed projects, Matrix is the premier choice for home renovation services. And they deliver an exceptional, professional, and hassle-free experience. Go to MatrixHomeSolutions.com to view project photo galleries, special financing options, and more. That's MatrixHomeSolutions.com. Tell them John Anthony sent you. MatrixHomeSolutions.com. Patrick, what are you going to do? Man. So, we know that the Illinois General Assembly just did a police reform bill, right? (laughs) Did you guys hear that they wanted to make themselves conservatives of the peace? John, the bill's trash. (laughs) It's garbage. Well, you know what? Guess what? I wanted to get somebody's opinion who I know will tell the truth. Um, and, and, and won't, but no, 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 I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you've never sat down and had a conversation with state representative Don, Dan Calkins from the 101st, um, house district representative. Welcome to black and right for the first time. Thank you. you know, it's n- great to be here. And who's the hit man? Hey, that's sure me. How I you doing, rap? How you doing? How you doing? Oh man. Thank you. I, listen, I didn't do it. I wasn't in town. <laughs> Representative, you, you know, every time we get together, we have some, I mean, we, we, we solve world problems, don't we? Yes, sir. <laughs> so, Representative. That's I, right. You bet. What's this bill about? I'm, I've got to be careful here. <laughs> what's this police making, giving state representatives police powers? Does that mean they have to wear a camera? Because, remember, they just passed a bill that says every police officer has to wear a camera now. So does that mean they'll have to wear it? When do they turn it off? When do they turn it on? Please do tell. This amount of uncertainty. Um, you know, Representative Tarver uh, introduced this bill or drafted it or whatever. I'm not sure how it came about. His name is on it. Yeah. And um, there's just so, so many parts of it that are completely unknown and unexplained. It, it, it boggles your mind. I mean, and this is exactly what's wrong with Springfield. You draft a bill and you run it through, and we'll see what it means later. And then we got to go to JCAR and get some kind of rules made that nobody gets to vote on. It's 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 just it's just, so it's very frustrating so, to say the least. Yeah, Rep. Calkin, this is Patrick Brutus. I'm a frustrated Democrat, yes, so I understand <laughs> that um, you know. Oh, that's okay. As a member on on the other side of the aisle, you know. By, by the Constitution, you're supposed to be He's a in opposition to the bill that the governor signed that, you know, still the ink isn't dry on it. But uh, two, two questions for you. Now that, you know, um, John's point about, you know, members of the General Assembly also having police powers. First question, if this bill was enacted a couple years ago, would Cam Buckner have had to arrest himself? Um Oh, number wow. two, number two, number two. Don't laugh. Let don't me la- move don't, away. Don't, I don't, don't want to get don't struck. Laugh. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Wow. wow. <laughs> number two, number two. Um, wow. Number two, the, the bill itself. It's like, you know, almost 900 pages of uh, gobbledygook. And um, gobbly, gobbly, gobbly gook. I know you're again, you're supposed to be in opposition to the bill. But can you just tell the 560 audience and those listening live on YouTube and Facebook on John's personal social media page, why the bill is not good for the citizen? Well, we're talking about two things. You're talking about the Police Reform Act, the bill that's in the lame duck session. 
and 740 pages that were drafted overnight that were presented uh, in the Senate at 4 o'clock in the morning with 45 minutes of debate and then sent over to the House. Uh, we were called into session, I think, at 10 o'clock um, after they decided that uh, Representative Welch was going to be the new speaker. And we were given 45 minutes to discuss the bill. Wow. Yeah. I remember so that. That's, yeah. yeah. My, my parents told well, me nothing I, I, good you know, happens after 11. <laughs> well, nothing good at Springfield happens after dark, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, it, and there are things in that bill that I think uh, could be very helpful. I think there are some positive things in that bill. If we had had an opportunity to maybe iron out a couple, you know, some of the issues, but to cram through uh, in the lame duck session, 740 pages, yeah. four o'clock in the morning is, it, first of all, it, it, it violates the, the spirit of the constitution, yeah. which requires just, and they get around that by, uh, you know, they, they, they inserted in a bill that didn't, you know, came out of committee, called for a vote. It's a bill. Yeah. If you just, that, if, you just that, if you just joining us, we're talking with State Representative Dan Calkins from the 101st uh, Representative District. Representative, when, when, I, when I look at this bill, as somebody that was a former cop and a legislator and a former state legislator, I look at this and I can see how if, if you're a legislator and you have policing powers, how you can go after your enemies. Isn't that, isn't that one of the unintended consequences yes. of this bill? Intended or not, you'll have to ask Representative Tyler. Yeah. Uh, it's... Uh, because I, you know, I, he has, you know, maybe a, an issue with, with the policing powers. Yeah. I mean, you look at all these bills that are coming through. His history, um, yeah. you know, you've already talked about my friend Cam. Uh, and, you know, would he have to arrest himself? I think Patrick Brutus talked the, about that. Let's, yeah, let's that make was, that That was the hitman. That was the <laughs> hitman. Hit hit <laughs> well, a hitman better, better bulk up because uh, representing the News is not a pushover. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I, I know him from my time when I was a cop in Champagne. Um, Representative. Yeah. Oh, okay. Re- I won't go into that. <laughs> Representative, <laughs> what do you got brewing? What's 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 coming up? You got any bills uh, that you're introducing this session? I I have uh, several bills. Some carry over. Got a couple of new bills uh, in response to the uh, criminal justice reform bill requiring police to wear body cameras. Uh, there's going to a uh, fund set up for grants to, to help police departments pay for cameras and, and pay for the expense of maintaining all that video. Yeah. I have a bill that's going to prioritize those grants to communities less than a hundred thousand people. Wow. I have another bill that, uh, going to, uh, stop the minimum wage increase at $11 where we are now for three years. Um, you know, we're coming out of this the terrible pandemic and, and small businesses are downstate. Yeah. Uh, are hurt. That only applies uh, to communities under a million counties, yeah. which is everybody but Cook. That's right. Hey, Representative, thanks so much for joining Black and Right. Uh, when you get, when you guys come back, when you come up here, you got to come and sit in the seat with me. Is that fair? Yes. All right. 
Representative Dan Calkins, thanks so much. Nice you meeting you, State Brett. Yeah. We now return to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the hitman, Patrick Brutus himself. The hitman is back. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Kay, the catastrophe winding. I'm, I'm Patrick. I can't keep up with Patrick. He's know, firing right? all types of shots. We're not going to get invited back Nowhere. here, Patrick. No, you. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you know, you act like you're acting like Vallon. Oh, I mean, wow. you just throwing bow. I mean, just wow, bo- you know, shots over the bow. He Vallon's you, Patrick. You, you, got, so, you got the troublemaker because so he's a those, troublemaker. Well, for those of you who are listening and not able to watch this live on Facebook or YouTube, <laughs> I am protected by a plastic shield. That's probably why I have all this courage. <laughs> Because there's a plastic shield protecting me. Uh, okay, let's go to the phone lines. Jim, welcome back to Black and Right. How you doing, my friend? Hey, Jim. Hi. In Honduras. Look at you. I'm um, yeah, a remote, uh, remote call from uh, Honduras. I'm in San Pedro Sula this weekend. And, uh, uh, you know, it's the weather's nice, but, you know, the government here kind of does things in a lot of ways similar to Illinois. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, the, the way they're treating this COVID thing, the media has got everybody, you know, locked up in their homes and scared to death. And, yeah. you know, not to say that things don't happen, but, you know, uh, what they do, you know, they have these, they have this thing, it's called the toca de queda, which means like touch of the stay, which means you can't go out. Like, you know, up until just recently, they had, you know, everything locked down after uh, like eight o'clock at nighttime. Wow. So, you know, nobody could be out at nighttime after eight o'clock. And of course, like, you know, one of the uh, consequences, Spirit Airlines, I uh, used to have nightly flights that would get in, get in about eleven or twelve, and those flights were always full. So you don't fly you out know, there. You don't get fl- here. You don't. Well, fl- I flew. I took American, but I mean, okay. I'm just saying the night flights after a certain time, those were all canceled while while this is going on. It's really stupid. Wow. But besides that, you know, it, it's just it's it's just you know, by shutting everything down, you know, a lot of the restaurants, just like you know, we're seeing these other democratically controlled areas, the restaurants are closed. There's actually a couple Fridays here, and they're very good. You know, just like in the States, but the one right down the street from me, they're not going to reopen. So what's up? Because there's been no business. Yeah. What's up, Jim? Tell us what's on your mind. Well, anyways, as far as the topic is concerned, you know, uh, I always tell my liberal friends in Chicago, you know, as long as there's no competition for the black vote, don't expect things to change. And that's been historically the case. You know, it's 90 percent of the vote goes Democrat. The Republicans are racist (laughs) and blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? Don't complain. And now, of course, with your mention about the crime bill. You know, one of the things that the uh, FOP uh, chief was talking about, the Italian guy, John, was saying now, let's say if you have like an Amazon picture, uh, I'm sorry, an Amazon delivery sitting in your, your stoop and somebody takes it away, if you call the cops, they can basically write them a ticket. Right. It's almost like a non-arrestable offense. And other things like that. So you're going to see more crime occur. That's true. You're seeing all these, you know, just like that uh, that uh, a district attorney out in, uh, in L.A., you know, more crime is going on. They're maybe going to recall him. But, you know, Kim Fox doesn't do anything for the black community by having more crime run. You know, and plus the school's being closed because of this pandemic, blah, 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 where kids aren't affected anyway. Yeah. You you know, mentioned before all these carjacking kids are 14, 15-year-old kids. That's yeah. true. You know, because they're sitting around and have nothing to do. So, Jim, when do you get back? I'll be here on Tuesday night. Okay. Well, thanks so much for calling, Jim. Thank you. So I'll see you next weekend up at the event. Yeah. Okay, yeah, see you there. Um, oh, man. 
<laughs> crime's totally going to go up. It's it, it, it's going up it. now. It's you crazy. It. And you know yeah. what? And it's not even summertime yet. It's not. And in the first quarter, the stats are off the roof, out, out, you know, off the chain right now. But but one thing that we did not mention with the carjackings, we know now that the feds are involved. Uh-huh. So I don't know if you all know this or not. I'm in Arbor and Gresham every night throughout the day. Homeland Security helicopter really is flying around the community. I heard this last night. I was like, what's going on? And and if you have the app, the citizen app, it lets you know that they're up in the air and you can follow their route. Wow. We're going to talk about that in this last segment. You listen to the black and right on AM 560. The answer. We'll be right back. Jim, thanks so much for sponsoring the show. Black and right continues on AM 560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right, Tony M560. Just had a problem with my headphones there. <laughs> they, almost, they were attacking me. Uh, live in the studio with my buddy Patrick the Hitman, Brutus, and Kay the Catastrophe winding. It's okay. <laughs> when we went to break, you were talking about helicopters flying over. Homeland? Yes. So normally, it started. in the city of Chicago, when there's a shooting or a carjacking, Usually CPD has a helicopter. They have two. So the helicopter is up in the air and they're following the path of maybe whomever they're chasing high speed chase mm-hmm. or, or whatever, a crime or shooting. Like in the movies. Like in the movies. Like, <laughs> like Boys in the Hood. Like Boys in the Hood, right? So now, within like the last two weeks, you get an alert that the helicopter is in the air. It's not always that there's police activity when they're up there. They're just flying around the community, and you can literally follow their path. So they're being surveilled. It's like they're being surveilled. But it's and the Department of Homeland Security. Well, right. They said, initially they were saying, they said CPD, but I found out later. And I'm, I'm trying to confirm it. I'm trying to confirm it that they said it is Homeland Security. But it makes wow. sense because there's an article that came out actually back in January saying that the FBI is now getting involved with carjackings. Wow. So they're involved. So I make mean, nothing plain view. If you're in the backyard, you're in your backyard. <laughs> make nothing plain view. You know, view. they're involved. But remember now, this is the same Federal Bureau of Investigation mm-hmm. that still hasn't been able to solve the crime of who did it Against January Trump? 6th. Uh, so <laughs> just keep that in mind, people. Right. Keep well, that in mind. That's not the Chicago feds, and we're dealing with oh, Chicago. Yeah. But well, the, we do got a hey, shout out to the new brother who's leading Chicago. Right. Yeah. And we're dealing with feds who are doing stuff like RICO cases, thanks to well, Willie Preston or whatever, who helped yeah. get that renewed, you know, when he did his little bill. But you have them, they're literally preparing. They're doing RICO cases behind closed doors. And when, you know, when the feds come forth, yeah. they come prepared. Yeah. They're not guesstimating no, they're not. if you did well, it or not. You know, you I know. Mean, I, well, yeah. some of them are. Yeah, well, some, but yeah. <laughs> or, they're not, or they're spying on There presidents. is a new case, but we don't have time yes. for that. But there is a case where they're trying to prosecute a young man who was a gunshot victim um, in 2015. He was shot, and uh, 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 someone died. He didn't know the person, but a bystander died, and they're trying to give him 12, 12 and a half years for contempt of court what? because he will not tell them who shot him, and he said that his life is in danger. Would, if how, he, t- Yes. How can they compel him to yes. tell them who, who shot him? Yes. It is currently happening right now. Uh, we don't so, have time wait, to wait, go into we don't, we don't it. Have time but, for this. But, but I do want to know, what's going on with, with, with sexual predators being dumped in Chicago? So, what, yes. What's up with that? So, um, everyone, listeners, are probably heard about the release of Case. I think his name is Williams. Um, he was released from IDOC. Um, in 2006, he was arrested and charged for the murder of twin, of 20-month-old um, Courtney 
Kales or Keys. I might be saying her name wrong. I do apologize. I'll do respect. Um, he was released. He went to Crystal Lake where his family reside. That's where he was released to Mick Henry. And the family started getting threats. Didn't want him. The yeah. neighbors did not wow. want him. And so they took him away. And he ended up in Inglewood. So the issue in Inglewood, I don't have... So how many are in this one building? So this one building there is approximately 24. In one building. In one building. Registered. And uh, registered registered sexual Sex- predators. Oh, my God. 24. Wow. And no one seems to not know that they existed. The yeah. five, there's five aldermen in Inglewood. Wow. No one knew. The mayor, haven't heard anything from her. The commander of that district police... He said well, they, he didn't they, they know. know. They, 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 no, no, no. Yeah, They're I, notified. I, I know. I, I know. Notified. They have to be notified. They have to register. But and then the the governor. Yeah. Remember, people were whining, crying, asking for people to be released for COVID-19. Yeah. He released over 3,000. To where? Wow. Who are these 3,000? Yeah. Well, you know what? That's 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 a tough subject for another um, show. Kay, Patrick, thanks so much for joining me today. I want to thank uh, Gabe Kaminsky for calling in. Willie Preston. Uh, State Representative Dan Calkins. Uh, guys, I thought and this And Mary was, Miller. And Mary Miller. Congressman Mary oh, uh, uh, uh. Citizen, Citizen Representative, Representative. Uh, Mary Miller. Uh, guys, please follow them. Follow me at J. Anthony Speaks, Black and White Radio on YouTube and Facebook. Patrick, real quick, where can they follow you? On Facebook. And please do not follow Come me on, home. Come quickly. Confessions of Confessions a Frustrated, of a frustrated Democrat. Okay, real quick. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. And hello to my brand new grandbaby, Elijah Gianni Jones. See you next week. <laughs>